Welcome to a life-transforming message from the Pottersville International Ministry. Our messages are heaven-breath, Holy Spirit-inspired, and destiny-changing for the transformation of individuals and society. As you listen, may you be blessed and positioned to take your place in life and be prepared for eternity. And the valley was full with what? Bones. And he caused me to pass by them around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. Indeed, they were very dry. And he said to them, The Son of Man, can this bone live again? So I answered, O oh Lord God, for what? For what? Thou was thou knowest. Beloved, I want us to just close our eyes. He said the hand of the Lord took him. And where did he take him? He said a valley that was what filled with dry bones. Beloved, I want us to just shout to God tonight. I don't know anything that stands as dryness. I don't know anything that stands as stagnancy into your life. Beloved, this is the concluding part of our spiritual Bible. The Bible said, and he spoke the word, and he prophesied, and the dry bones came to life. Beloved, I want us to pray tonight.
mighty name we are praying. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Our Lord and our God will bless you. Once again, we've come to ascribe all the glory to you. Once again, we've come to bless your name. Father, we commit the service of this evening into your hands. Father, have your way in the name of Jesus. Let your will alone be done in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let your name be glorified. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. And someone shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. And someone shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. And someone shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I sincerely want to say it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be standing here this evening. Praise the Lord. Tonight is the concluding part of the series that we started. And it's, it's what? Spiritual what? Revival. And how do we start? Can someone tell me the first thing that we looked at? The what? The what? The second one was what? Spiritual revival through what? Faith and trust. Through faith and trust. Can someone tell me the third one that we looked at? Revival through prayers. Revival through prayers. Then the last one before this was what? So the Bible says, if you are willing and obedient, you will what? Eat the fruit of the land. I decree concerning every one of us who will eat the good fruit of this land and the mighty name of Jesus. Beloved, when we say revival, what exactly are we talking about? When we say to revive, what does it what does it mean? To bring alive. We are working of our faith. Commitment and our intimacy with God. Beloved, you know, there is something I want to understand. And I want us to just, please, just stay with me tonight. You know, at least I have been, have been staying alone. And I discovered that most times, when, if you leave that oil, if you leave it for some time, what happens to it? It becomes, it comes to solid. And the question is, if you want to use it, it means you need to what? Eat it. And it's until you eat it that you can what? Use it. So what am I saying? Revival is exactly what we need for the fire of God to come upon us. Beloved, revival is what we need that will reawaken our faith in God. Revival is what we need that will re-energize us. Revival is what we need that will renew our strength. The Bible says, draw unto God and what? He shall draw unto you. So tonight, concluding part, we are going to be looking at revival through special what? Retreats. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Church, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Please, can someone help me to open to Mark chapter 6? Mark chapter 6 will read verse 7 and 9. Can another person just help me read the same Mark chapter 6, verse 30 to 22, 32. Mark chapter 6, 7 to 9. And then we read Mark 30 to 32. Can we just read together? And he called unto him the twelve, and began to send them forth two by two, and he gave them power over unclean spirits. Can we read verse 8? And he commanded them that they should take nothing for their journey, save a staff with them. A Please, I can't really see it. Take a value with them, and they should take no bread and money in their purses. 
Can we look at verse 9? But he showed me their soldiers and put on two coats. Can we just look at verse 30 to verse 32? Because of our time. 30 to 32. Please, if you are there, you can read for us. Mark chapter 6, 30 to 32. And the apostles gathered themselves together unto Jesus and told him all the things that they have done and what they have taught. And then he said to them, Come ye yourself apart into a desert place and rest for a while. For there are many coming and what? Going. going. What exactly did Jesus do? Beloved, the first thing Jesus did was he called his disciples. He sent them forth. He said, go and preach the word. He gave them power over unclean spirits. Then if you look at verse 30, when they came back, what exactly did the apostles do? The first thing they did was what? To give account of what they've been sent to. They what? They gave account. These are the things that we've done. These are the things that we've been able to do. But the next thing Jesus told them was what? He said, please, leave this place and go to the desert and what? Rest. What did he declare? He declared retreat. Beloved, the first thing he did was what? He declared retreat. And what am I saying tonight? When we say retreat, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? When we say to retreat, what is the first thing that comes to our mind? I want to hear from us, church. If we say retreat, what is the first thing that comes to our mind? Sister Tolu said what? To set apart. Is there any other person that wants to help me? So what? To back up. It means that to retreat, so what? Back up. But brethren, when we say retreat, it is about putting away to seek God from the business of life, from our daily routine, long enough for us to be filled, long enough for us to be re-energized, long enough for us to see His face. Beloved, you know, most times as human beings, we feel as if we have all the power. Even the Bible says the glory of the youth is in their words, is in their strength. Most times we feel we have all it takes to do it all. Most times we feel we are superhumans. And I am also referring to myself. How often do we take time from our daily routine? How often to seek the face of the Lord? How often do we take time from our daily routine to take stock? How often do we take time from our daily routine to seek His face? Beloved, in the process of seeking, that's where you find. Beloved, in the process of knocking, that is where the door is open. Please, I want us to understand something. In the process of seeking is the process of intimacy. The process of retreat is the process of what? Solitude. Jesus sent himself apart. He separates himself. When we say retreat, it's a process of separation. It's a process of privacy. It's a process of what? Intimacy. And what happens when you are intimate with God? It means that power will be released. Beloved, see, as pastors, as ministers, as children of God, can we, for example, know our limits? Can we, for example, know where our power stops? Can I am telling us, let's depend on God. 
He said, I am the rewarder of those that what? Diligently seek me. Are you seeking God tonight? Or are you seeking pastors? Because I've seen various churches. All we see is the project of the pastor. Beloved, your salvation is based on your relationship with God. Not in the number of pastors that you know. I've seen people in this ministry, they will tell you, pastors, pray for me. Where is your personal relationship with your father? Beloved, in the midst of the noise, can we please keep quiet and listen to what God is saying part time? When is this spiritual what? Spiritual retreat. What are we saying? The willingness of us to pause from our daily routine to reflect on God's plan. Have you ever for once sat down and reflect on the goodness of God for your life? Have you ever for once sat down and said, how has God been good to me? There is this song that we all sing, and I know we know it. Say, count your blessings. Name them one by one, and it will surprise you what? What the Lord has done. Beloved, it is in the place of reflection. It is the place of stop taking that you can count your blessing. Beloved, it is in the place of what? It is the place of privacy that you can count your blessing. If you cannot sit down and take stock of what God has done in your life, it will be difficult for you to count your blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It will be difficult for you what? To count your blessings. If you check Luke chapter 5 verse 16, multimedia, Luke chapter 5 verse 16, Luke chapter 5 verse 16, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 5 verse 16. Beloved, Luke chapter 5 verse 16. And he said unto them, Come unto yourself. Okay. But okay. And he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. Pray. Beloved, another Bible verse said, He also withdrew himself into wilderness and prayed. This is our Lord Jesus Christ. What does it mean to often withdraw yourself? It means that he does it consistently. It does you regularly. My question to us as Christians is this. In the midst of the business, do you find time to seek God in the midst of it? Do you find time to say, Father, what is the next instruction for my life? As the month is ending, have you sat down to say, God, what am I to do for next month? Beloved, the place of spiritual retreat is the place where the power of God is released. The Bible said, and Jacob wrestled with him. And he said, I will not let you go until what? You bless me. And the Bible said, and he asked, what is your name? He said, my name is Jacob. And he said, you will never be called Jacob. And he changed his name from Jacob to Israel. And the Bible recorded that, and he was blessed. It means that at the place of what? At the place of separation, there is blessing. At the place of separation, there is intimacy. At the place of separation, there is knowing God more. Beloved, I don't know how many of us truly and sincerely want to be revived tonight. I don't know how many of you have been doing the same thing and want God to come out in different ways. The only thing you can do is to separate yourself. It's what? Separate yourself. Beloved, see, I've come to understand. Let's even assume that I'm speaking, I'm, I'm saying certain things that you don't understand. Can we just look at the life of our Lord Jesus Christ? Maybe we'll be able to understand exactly what I'm saying. Can someone help me to check Luke chapter 6, 
verse 12 and 13. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 6, verse 12 to 13. And can someone help me to open to Luke chapter 4, verse 1 and 2? Luke chapter 6. He said, And it came to pass in those days that he went into the mountain to pray. You went into the mountain to pray and continued all night to pray to God. Beloved, there are certain things I want us to understand about the life of Jesus Christ. You know, we've seen that he said he also withdrew himself. There's something I want to point out. If you don't understand anything, if you look at the life of Jesus, you will see that any time before he makes any decision, he takes time, he separates himself. You know, what he did to me, you take verse 13. And he went, and when it was that day, he called unto his disciples. Of them, he chose what? Twelve. What am I saying tonight? When our Lord Jesus Christ was about to choose his disciples, when it was time to make a critical decision, what did he do? The Bible said, he went all night, separated himself. If he went all night, he separated himself. And in the morning, what did he do? He came out and he selected 12 of his disciples. It means that even our Lord Jesus Christ, before making a decision, he knows in the place of God's separation. Beloved, how many decisions, how many choices have we made in life? And we just you let, let it just go. We, 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 eventually, everything will be. Beloved, as Christians, we cannot live our life based on what will be, will be. As Christians, we cannot live our life based on this is what they say, and that is how it's going to end. Because the fact that every other person is doing it does not mean that is the way you are going to do it. If God is telling me, let, let me, let me make an example. If God is telling Prochetu Patai that leave this country, he is the one that God is talking to. God has not spoken to me. You saw him, he picked his back. He's leaving for Canada. And the next thing he did was, if you can go, then I need to go. The question is, what is God telling you part time? So people, God is telling them, carry here. But because they do not hear his voice, hey, everybody is going, let me go. Beloved, please, I am begging us. See, this season is a season where you need to hear from God directly. This season is a season where God needs to talk to you directly. This season is a season where God, you must have a relationship with the Father. Enough of playing pranks. Our Lord Jesus Christ, before he chose his disciples, he set himself apart. He prayed. Beloved, how is our prayer life to be? How often do we set ourselves apart? Some of us, yes, the Bible says, do not despise the guardian of what? Believers. He said, can two work together? On ourselves they agreed. Beloved, in the midst, in the midst of all this, Thank you, ma'am. In the midst of all this, I want to tell us something. Please choose wisely. Your friends can either stretch your vision or choke your dreams. We should be careful in what we share. If God has many stuff to you, you are the one that heard from God, not your wife. If God has spoken to you, what do you do with the word that God has given you? Because intimacy comes from the place of seeking. Intimacy comes from the place of what? Privacy, solitude. Beloved, you know, you know the Bible tells us in John chapter 15, verse 15. 
John chapter 15, verse 15. What's me that you can help me? I will read together. John chapter 15, verse 15. I want us to understand the intimate relationship that our Lord Jesus Christ has with his disciples. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. John chapter 15, verse 15. John chapter 15, verse 15. You know, our Lord Jesus Christ told his disciples, said, No longer will you become what? Servants. God bless you. He said, Exports. I call you not servants. For the servants know it not. What is Lord doeth? But I have called you friends because you know the things that, because I have told you the things that I have learned from my Father. Beloved, this is the display of the level of intimacy our Lord Jesus Christ had with his disciples. He said, You are no longer servants. You are what? You are my friends. See, in the place of intimacy is the place of knowing God. The place of intimacy is the place of God seeking God. The place of solitude is the place where you say, if it, if, if, it is, if it is not God, then it is nothing. Beloved, the place of intimacy is the place where you say, Father, I am nothing without you. The place of intimacy is the place of total surrender to God. What is it that you are ready to surrender to God? For where God is taking you to? What are those things that you need to say, Father, I release unto you so that you can use me? What are those things that you need to tell, Father, I am useless without you? You are the potter and the clay. Mold me. Mold me. Mold me. Beloved, enough of I can do it by myself. Enough of putting our trust in man. It is time for us to find time. To find time and begin to reflect. Father, what is your next plan for my life? Father, what is your next promise for my life? Father, what is the next thing I am to do part time? The Bible says, I am divine. You are what? You are the branches. It says, He who abides in me and I in him shall bring what? Much fruit. For without me, you can what? Do nothing. I stand here. If the Holy Spirit is not in me, I am a mere man. The best of the pastors without the Holy Spirit is a mere man. The best of us without the power of the Holy Spirit, we are just ordinary. He said, You can do nothing without God. It means that God is our source. Beloved, this fan is blowing. It's blowing because it's connected to what? Electricity. And the electricity is what? The source of power. What happens to this fan if it's disconnected from the source? It stops. Beloved, can you look at the broom? The broom itself. The broom consists of broomstick. If you take a broomstick, what happens to it? If you take one broomstick from the from, from the bunch of the broom, what happens? It's, it's what? It's easily breakable. You cannot use one to sweep. Beloved, in this kingdom, we need ourselves. Beloved, in this kingdom, we have our parts to play. In this kingdom, can we complement ourselves instead of competing with ourselves? In this kingdom, can we please forgive ourselves? In this kingdom, can we stop cyber mentality? There is strength in unity. The moment you remove the broomstick, it becomes useless. You cannot use it to, to, to swim. Beloved, when Satan wants to attack a man, what does he use? What does he use? When Satan wants to attack, especially a powerful man, what he does is to separate. 
if you look at who are those that can stand in gap for that person, and you will cut it off. If you look at who are those that can supply resources for this person, you will cut it off. And immediately he adapts. I decree tonight, may the devil not steal your joy in the name of Jesus. Amen. I said, may the devil not steal your joy in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says, he said that I might know him. And the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering. Beloved, it is about knowing God. It's about working with him. It's about seeking his face. It's about waiting unto God. It is about what? Waiting unto God. Please, I want to appeal unto us tonight. As we journey into the next month, can we find time to say, Father, I want to seek your face daily. Beloved, the essence of having a retreat is not something that we do once in a year. It's not something that, oh, I have to go to the mountain top. It's not about that. It's daily. Can you reflect? and look at the goodness of God for your life and continue to seek Him. In our daily routine, in our busyness, can we just say, Father, there is nothing I can do without you. In our daily routine, can we just say, Father, I am tired. Let me pull back. I know the plan you have for my life. Beloved, retreat is something that we should do daily. Because seeking God's face is something that we should do daily. It's not something that we should do when it is convenient. Some of us will be like, ah, I prayed in the morning. When I come back again, I prayed. It's not about that. It's the time you spend with him long enough for you to be restored. It's the time you spend seeking him. Is it enough for you to be restored? I just want us to reflect tonight. Tonight is about reflecting. Look at how God has helped you from January till now. I want us to sit. And begin to think about the goodness of God in your life from January till now. And can you say truly, God indeed has been good to you? Beloved, if you cannot take stock, if you cannot reflect on the goodness of God, it will be difficult for you to appreciate God for what He has done. If you cannot reflect on the goodness of God, it will be difficult for you to show what? Gratitude. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Church, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because of time, I will just quickly rush. I quickly want us to look at Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. And I want us to look at the three important reasons why we should at least seek for spiritual retreats in school, especially with the Holy Spirit. And I call them the three R. The first one is what? Renewal. The second one I call reflection. And the third one is what I call it rest. The three important reasons why we must have what? Why we must have spiritual retreats with the Holy Spirit. The first one I said what? Is about what? Renewal. When we say renewal, what exactly do we mean? Renewal is an opportunity for you to be what? Renewal. It's for you to renew your what? Your strength. It's an opportunity for you to know what God is saying at time. It's an opportunity for you to what? Understand the new dimension of God. Can someone help me to open to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 41. Praise the Lord. 
can we read together? They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. He said, they shall what? They shall run and not be weary. He said, they shall walk and not what? Faith. Beloved, what does it mean to wait? He said, for those that wait upon the Lord. The first thing is what? To wait. See, the Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8, he said, and you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. In the process of waiting, power is released. In the process of waiting, instruction that you need for the next level of your life is released. See, the period of waiting is the period of what? Hoping. Is the period of total dependence on God. Please, as children of God, can we just look beyond our current situation? Can we look beyond what is happening in Nigeria? Can we look unto God? The Bible says he's the author and finisher of our what? Of our faith. In the place of waiting, in the place of power, then you what? Renew your strength. Beloved, renew what? You renew your strength. In the process of waiting is when you seek the Lord. It's when you seek his face. It's when you say, Father, what do you want me to do part time? What is the next instruction for my life? You've done something this from January till now. I want you to look unto God and seek Him like never before. Beloved, have you been seeking Him by prayer? Can you change and seek Him by grace? Have you been seeking Him in the presence, in the process of obedience? Can you just say, Father, I am nobody without you? I trust you. I cannot do anything by my power. He said, for those that wait upon the Lord, they shall what? Renew their strength. They shall then mount up with wings as what? Eagle. Why is, why is it that the Bible is saying they shall fly up with wings as eagle? Why? Because in the process of waiting, you've received power. You've renewed strength. You've regained strength. You've been refilled. So what are you expected to do? You're expected to do exploits. You're expected to do what? Exploits. That is why the Bible likened it to what? An eagle. Not a blood and ordinary bed. Because you are expected to sow. I decree tonight. Is there anyone that is weak tonight? Is there anyone that is sick tonight? I release the power of the Holy Spirit in you in the mighty name of Jesus. Regain your strength in the mighty name of Jesus. I said, Regain your strength in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says it gives power to the weak. And those without might increase their strength. I decree to you, as you journey through this month, as you journey through this year, the strength that you need to succeed is released upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. I said your strength will not fail you again in the mighty name of Jesus. God Almighty will continue to back you up. Brethren, the place of waiting is the place of meditation. I know that you can tell me, I know what you need to wait. I know and understand what you need to wait. I know. I know what you need to wait. As a man, when you've tried and you look unto God, because there is no other person that can do it. There is no other person. I will be 13 years in marriage this year. My first one is 11 years. I've waited for what? 10 years. 
But in the 10 years for me to have another one, God has been what? God has been good. In the 10 years, God has been what? Faithful. In the 10 years, I've seen his what? His various powers. We God not do it. God will do it. Because there is nothing that is impossible for him to do. I don't say, when will my home come? He said, my child, I'm preparing the best for you. He said, my child, your time will come. He said, your appointed time will not work. He will not elude you. When it is your time, when it is time for God to visit you, He visits you and He visits you big time. Because then, stop trusting a man. Men will fail you. They have failed before and they will continue to fail. Can we just trust in God? Beloved, don't let us follow the crowd. Let us separate ourselves and say, what exactly is God telling me tonight? What exactly is God telling me for the next few months? Beloved, as a church, can we begin to see what's the big picture? Can we reflect and ask ourselves, what is my relationship with God like? God. Is it productive or all of a sudden? Is it now mechanical? They said I should pray. Okay, let me just stand up, open my mouth and pray. Your work with God has it become so distant? Have you lost your spiritual zeal? Beloved, it is time for you to separate yourself from the noise and seek God's face. It is another time for you to go back and go back to the vine so that He can strengthen you. Beloved, it's another time for you to say, Father, I am not body without you. He said, those that wait upon the Lord, they shall what? Renew their strength. Beloved, there is power in the place of solitude. Beloved, there is blessing in the place of solitude. The Bible recorded that when it comes to Moses, God spoke to him mouth to mouth. Mouth to what? To mouth. God is still in the business of speaking to his people. Pottersville, can we separate ourselves from the business of Lagos and seek God's, God's face? Can we separate ourselves from the noisiness of the environment and seek him? It's not until you go to the mountain top. It's not. On daily basis, consistently, can you just say, Father, I have come once again to your presence. Psalm 42, verse 1. We know the story of what? Of a deer. He said, as the deer pants for the streams of water, so my what? My soul pants for you. My soul yearns for you. Beloved, God is still looking for those that will worship him in truth and in spirit. He's still looking for you and I to come and say, Father, I am not born without you. I have come once again because I know there is nothing I can do without you. That is total surrender. And that is what he wants you and I to do. Surrender it all to him and I will lift you up. Enough of playing church. Enough of lying to. Enough of saying, I'm coming to church. Watch your salvation. For that you watch your salvation. I am appealing to us. We shouldn't be deceived. You shouldn't be deceived. Relationship, intimacy is what our God wants from us. 
What did he do? He said he ran towards him. He ran towards him. Can your father say the same thing about you? I can't wait in which you say, I've gone astray. Beloved, it is time to come home to your father. Because he loves you so much. He loves you so much. He gave his life for you and I. Beloved, tonight is a time for us to reflect. It's a time for us to take stock. It's a time for us to say, Father, I am nobody without you. With all eyes closed tonight. With all eyes closed tonight. With all eyes closed tonight. The Bible says, Blessed are those that test and hunger for righteousness. For they shall be what? For they shall be few. Can we just close our eyes tonight? Everywhere that you are, can you just say, Father, fill me afresh? Beloved, can we just say, Father, fill me afresh? Father, I am tired of where I am. Father, I am tired of my situation. Father, fill me anew. Father, revive me. Father, renew me. Father, make me anew. Father, break a new life into me. Father, let me experience a new dimension of you. Beloved, I don't know about you. Father, reveal yourself more to me. Father, reveal yourself more to me. Beloved, I don't know what you want your story to be from September going forward. But can you just pray tonight? Can you pray tonight? Father, feel me afresh. Father, feel me afresh. Father, renew my strength. Father, renew my strength. Father, let there be total restoration tonight. Are there things that we struggle with? Are there opportunities that I've missed? I've come once again to your to the throne of grace. I've retraced my step. Father, feel me. Father, feel me. Father, feel me tonight. Father, feel me. Father, feel me. Father, feel me tonight. Oh, Father, thank you, Jesus. We glorify and exalt your name. We bless your name. Father, have your way in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, feel your children afresh in the name of Jesus. I hope you've been blessed with this message. For more of such life-transforming and destiny-impacting messages, follow us on all of our social media handles. On Facebook and YouTube, Pottersville. On Instagram, The Pottersville Church. Thank you and God bless you.